improve it. Create it. listening to the Be Velocity podcast and this is episode four. I'm Deborah. I'm Ellie and we're your hosts and we are joined on this episode with our guest Maisie Hitter. Maisie is an up-and-coming racing driver with a bright future approaching her. There's going to be lots of talking in this episode so let's give her a warm welcome. Hello Maisie, welcome to your episode of the podcast. Finally we've got you on. How are you? And Happy New Year. Are you ready to get 2022 started? Yeah, hello and thank you for having me. And um, yeah, I'm definitely excited to welcome into the 22 season. And what you been up to? Uh, well, to be honest, Christmas has just been sort of, you know, training, getting back to the usual routine of the sort of racing lifestyle, really. Um, keeping a good diet and just preparing for this year. So pretty much pre-season fitness, getting back on it, basically. Definitely. In terms of training, what sort of training are you doing at the minute? Uh, Well, I've always sort of been into my sports quite a lot, but um, I've been a swimmer for around, gosh, maybe nine years. Uh, So it's always been quite a big thing for me. I do boxing training with my dad. I also go to a sports school. So um, I do a lot of sports, obviously, there, obviously not over Christmas because holidays, but um, generally a lot of sports there. I've, I've just started to try and get into a gym uh, so sort of everything really well because being a racing driver obviously fitness is key um especially when it comes to anything like endurance or reaction what sort of reaction training do you do or is that part of your or will it be part of your gym routine I think a lot of car drivers and car drivers can agree that um we have thing I think it's called a blaze pod and normally uh it's just to test your reaction with the lights yes. so that's quite commonly used with everyone I've I've had have a you done the tennis ball one the tennis ball the tennis ball one I've seen them where they have to like drop it and you have to catch it like yeah, you don't yeah. know when, when it's out in France yeah, yeah. I actually did that yeah. and also my my dad bought this thing where you strap it around your head and it's like a ball and you like yeah push it out and you keep like punching it yeah so there's a few See, it's amazing things. what you can do with like a little tennis ball isn't it yeah <laughs> oh fab fab stuff so could you tell your audience how old you are and where are you 
and how do you, how did you begin your journey essentially so we'll start from scratch here macy yeah so i'm currently 14 turning 15 in april but um my dad was a bike racer so i sort of that was sort of like my main route to what to go down to so when i was four i got my first quad bike or three and we had quite a big garden so i used to go around it and just have a play on it and then i think i was around five or six i got my first um, motocross bike and we had a local track called wild tracks so that we used to just go down and have a bit a mess about and then at six I got my first KTM which was like really rapid and we absolutely loved it but um I started going to the best thought the best thought track and I had a few little crashes and I thought oh god this is just a bit dangerous now I'm gonna have to gonna have to give it a miss and then luckily my uh, cousin put up his cart for sale and I thought oh god I'll, I'll go have a try it and I just I loved it um sort of how I started and then I just got kept going further up did Honda for four years and then I've just done well sort of two years of Gen X certified with COVID it hasn't been frequent but um yeah oh wow absolutely rapid you are wow <laughs> that and, was and yeah only 14 <laughs> in such a short space of time wow I wish I did that when I, literally so far from it <laughs> now I'm glad I'm actually really glad you started speaking to the motorbikes purely because we found out about you from a very good friend of ours of the show that's been on been on the podcast as well he's also got a passion for two wheels let's talk about your friendship with the Macuso team how did you meet one another? Because obviously, two wills. You're both rapid and you're both talented. I'm just going to put it out there. Yeah, well, obviously, I've known them for absolutely ages. And because of obviously dad doing bikes and I think Mac as well, it was always like quite a close relationship. Um, so we naturally were just going to be friends. And uh, we've been we've been like family for absolutely ages. And we see each other now and again. And I go and watch Charlotte. Uh, so it's always been a really close relationship t- between us. Do you think that's quite important with females getting getting on with females, even if it's a, dis- a like a different discipline? Do you find it's really important? Yeah, I think it's really important because obviously, even when I started like with karting, there, there was no girls around, and to see that now there's so many girls bringing like themselves into motorsport, it's really good. And having even though they're going to be a rival on rival on track, it's really good to have that connection with your like female mates so I think it's always been good even if we're in karting or bikes it's been really good to have another female friend in the industry top answer like it could you tell us more about your race number and how it has a connection to yourself and I think my question is to add on to the end like do you want to have this number for the rest of your career or can you see it developing into something as your career goes on yeah definitely I mean my dad when he was uh, doing bikes he was 33 as well so I, okay. I wanted to have his number um, when I did it and because obviously doing bikes at first I was just going to take his number and do that but even in car and I just I wanted to stick to that number because it was my lucky number and I think even though like Max Verstappen and thing he's got the same number I want to take it as far as I can because it's always been my like my number from the start. So uh, yeah, I like to take it as far as possible I can. Amazing, love it. Max is going to be number one next year anyway, so you can take <laughs> it. One, so don't worry. <laughs> you heard it. You heard it from Ellie first. That's <laughs> it. I've said and it. Also, a funny thing as well is my granddad, who was like my best mate. Really, I was so close. With him. He was born in 1933. And when he passed away, he he like passed away at the time of 
like 1933 and 733. Uh, okay. So it's, the number's quite close to me as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, that's a very good connection to have. And especially something like so sentimental to take with you as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. Now we're in 2022. <laughs> what are the plans? What, what's going on? Have you, have you got anything in the pipeline? Um, well, obviously, a few people know as I was like testing Janetta. And that was sort of our main route that we wanted to go to down and still do. It's a really good class for our juniors and only being 14, it's a really good opportunity for me to take a step into cars. Obviously, I've been trying to get sponsorship and it's been so hard and we still haven't got there. So we're not too sure what's happening this season. I mean, I've got a few things that possibly could be happening, which are a bit of a secret at the moment. But that was obviously our main choice to go down. But I've always had a love for single seaters. Whenever I looked into cars, that's the main thing I wanted to go down. And I still stick by it to want to eventually be there. And as everyone wants to be as an F1 driver. So um, I can't agree. I mean, I can't like put on a bit of paper what I'm doing, but um, I think everyone will find out eventually. Now, I was going to ask this question later on, but I'm actually going to ask it now. Janetta Juniors, I know you, you had a go at the scholarship, but what I really, really wanted to talk about was you had some involvement with Assetto Motorsport. That's linked to obviously Jade Edwards' dad. How did you get involved with that team? Was it something you approached them? Um and I, a good friend of the show, I know um, a chap called Baz was giving you some yeah, have a coaching. Yeah. So how how did that all come about? Um. So obviously, in back in 2020, we competed in the first, well, not the first, but the first one for me, Jet Scholarship. Mm. Um. And obviously, we're speaking to teams, getting the involvement of cars, just seeing what it's all about. And he actually mentioned how um he had a daughter in cars. We thought oh god that's really good like he's got a daughter within it he'll understand what it is to be a female and racing things so we sort of felt a bit of a connection to him um and that's why we chose him well obviously not the main reason why we chose him but we chose him because we felt that he'd understand being a female in racing um and I got some advice from Jade which is really good and just generally having another female by my side in motorsport was just really good uh so we sort of came involvement with him then and uh, at the scholarship just got really close and it sort of pulled us in really and we were happy to go their way um how did you find the scholarship overall do you think it's a good way to get in because if you if we look at it Janetta juniors has had some really big names involved i.e lando norris do you, do you think that's a good um, way um, to try and get in? Obviously, it's tough. Not yeah, I think the scholarship. I think the scholarship is generally a really good idea. It's given someone a chance out there to have a, a free drive. Um, so it is really, really good. Uh, I think a lot more scholarships are being brought into sort of the race industry now because there's, there's some people, a lot of people out there, 99%, that can't afford all this racing. So it's a really good idea of how to get in and... Um, uh, Alicia she won it this year for, so for, for a female that is really really amazing um, and I think for a junior class Janetta is just it's, it's really good so I think the scholarship is giving people like really big opportunities. So my next question would be about sponsors but you've obviously already spoken about that and so follow on is it 
so with that do you have to like sit there and wait or is there like a time limit on when you know you're going to get sponsored or how's the process work essentially um so we've we've looked into sponsorship for years really and um, mum makes a lot of brochures she's She's always sitting at the computer, writing to people, making phone calls. So I think it's a massive thing to motorsport. Um, I think there's a lot of people out there that are willing to give you sponsorship, but it's getting into the right people. You know, it's easy pulling someone in and getting attracted to motorsport, but it's also taking a, a large chunk of money. And what's what are they going to gain from giving you this money? So you have to look at their what you're willing to give them, hospitality. Uh, given given them food and drink like that's that's a huge thing making them be able to come to all your meetings is is a huge thing to sponsors um but it's 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 really hard to get that money from them which is sad but um everything's a challenge and that's what we want now i'm gonna hope and pray if there is someone listening to this (laughs) episode that that wants to help you what would be the best way for them to get in contact with you? Um, obviously, I have all my social media platforms. And I have a website which has all our contact details on for people who are willing to speak to us and want to get to know us in the racing. Um, I think media is sort of the main thing to it now and everyone uses social media. So if anyone wanted to get in touch, it would definitely be through all my social medias. Feel free to plug your socials away. Obviously, we'll do our best. Um, well, both of us will do our best to get your name out there and get seen because we know how hard it is. You know, there's some people that want to try and get to the to the top level. Um, but sometimes the smaller championships, um, you know, there are other opportunities. Have you thought about another avenue that you might consider going down just in case, you know, you can't get the opportunity you want? I'm really sorry I missed the start of the question. No, it's absolutely fine. So basically, um, what say if you couldn't get to where you wanted to, so say if you got set back a little bit, do you see an alternative avenue? I think that my eyes are always going to be on the same place of where I want to be. And there's going to be challenges through it, which we all of us know there's going to be a bit of a bump and we're going to get set back. But if I'm still drawn to where I want to be, I feel like eventually I'm going to be able to get there. It doesn't matter how long it's going to take me, but I've got time on my side with only being young. So um, if there's a little challenge in the road, I'm up for it because I want to get there. That's the fighting spirit I like. <laughs> yeah. No, because, yeah, you know, there's some people that say they want to get in the W series, but obviously there's a certain criteria. You've got to match and then you've got to have so much seat time and then there's money involved. But there are many other, you know, different championships. So am I right in guessing you're going to focus potentially more on the karting um until you get to where you want to be um I think we've sort of pushed karting a bit to the side now we're going to try and sort of test in the cars and see how we can get in them because if people are seeing me in cars they're then seeing potential of yeah um, how I'm doing and um I think back to the W series as well is I would I'd love to be in the W series and like Abby Pulling she did amazing to get where she is in it and it's, it's free and you get paid. So, yeah, it's, it's a really good opportunity for the girls. So I'd definitely like to get there. Brilliant. And I think this nicely links 
to the bit which I think Ellie is very super super keen in talking about so I'm I'm gonna put myself on mute for a bit and I'm just gonna let Ellie take over now so I've been involved with Girls on Track for around half a year now and it's the best platform I could have actually joined for my career and where I want to be so I want you to tell us more Macy on how how you've done with it like what have you done and how Girls on Track has helped you to be where you want to be yeah well obviously I've known the Girls on Track for a little while now with um watching Maya, Maya Wang when she won it and that was amazing um and we got an email one day and it said that I was a reserve driver and obviously it's not what we wanted to hear because I was a reserve driver but to be involved with it was still amazing and I got to go to the workshop to prepare for if I was if anyone dropped out and I had to fill in and that was that was still amazing yeah it just felt unreal and then I got an email saying that someone had to drop out and I'd, I'd got the chance to do it and I'd never been so happy because it just felt like another opportunity had come my way um so I was actually over the moon and it was a bit of a few rush days trying to get um all the flights and hotel obviously they paid for it but we had to go down an extra day early just to uh, make sure we were there and everything and um it, it was I was speechless because it just felt it felt honestly unreal it became a disaster because of what happened but um when when I did the carting days just everything just felt really amazing and then what happened basically was is um I'd previously had COVID in summer and because it shows up on a PCR still it meant that it would still show positive so we did a PCR over there and um it came up positive and they obviously had to make me leave which was oh I was absolutely heartbroken and it was awful hopefully I'm going to get invited back next this year to do it which is really really good I'll get a chance at the Formula 4 version which would be mega it was disappointing but it was still an opportunity for me to go out of France and be able to be around yeah. all this amazing. It was honestly, it was just, it was just, yeah, it was a speechless. Like obviously, <laughs> like, so quickly. So, what was the yeah. actual process? Did did you did you have to hit like a criteria, or did were they watching you? Like, how did that process work of them contacting you? Um, so obviously, they were keeping in contact with us all the time because we had other guys had to get ready but they gave us so many forms we had to fill out to be ready uh, for when we went there and things but when we got there and obviously they were marking us and stuff but when you get there right they have all these lockers and with your names on and it's got your gear in and honestly I felt like an F1 driver because because just oh it was it was amazing oh I never really yeah. hope to go back thank have you they- <laughs> they spoken to you since they obviously they must have been as gutted as you were obviously due to like covid you obviously had to leave but hopefully there's obviously an opportunity this time have they have they made like a move to say like or like said anything to you recently so you can kind of get yourself a bit more ready than previous <laughs> yeah well also after the when we came back uh we sent them an email thanking them for everything because it was still an amazing experience and i think now it's just like you have to submit a CV when it's like near the time. So obviously, obviously get in. Um, but I think it's just, I've just got to work a hundred times harder. I mean, I was still working as hard as I could be, but I've got to work the extra 10% harder because I, I, want, I want to be a racing driver when I'm older. So I've just got to push myself even more to be able to get back to it this year. Amazing. Oh, that's so good to hear. Hopefully <laughs> you'll be back with the girls on yeah. very soon. So my next, this slightly moves on to my next question. So obviously yeah. you've got big goals and me and Deborah are absolutely in 
or of like the goals you've set I think it's fantastic but what achievements are are there to date let's list them go ahead <laughs> um so at Kim Walton I think it was two years in a row I won um like top female of the championship which was really good and yep. again more recognition for like females and things and then obviously probably my favorite achievement would be getting selected for the FI girls on track not even achievement but when I went to when I went to Spain uh, back in 2020 January just felt really cool to be racing abroad I won second I think it was second place championship for Honda um, at Kim Bolton which is really good I got fourth place for GX30 in the championship at Kim Bolton my first year God, there's a few to list but to be honest a lot of my achievements came from Honda because I'd been in the championship or the the cart for a while and we just progressed really so um and obviously because of COVID and stuff GX30 has been a bit of a bit of a muddle really uh oh yeah I did I did get the Arden scholarship um for uh diversity so I got um a three years worth of like sim and sort of their support which was really really good what's it like going from well one let's start with my first question I've got so many questions for you here (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> let's start with my first one what is it like racing abroad do you do you think it's a different do you have to like acclimatize like how because obviously you see on f1 like they they do so many different things to obviously deal with the weather conditions like the temperature of the air and track obviously track temperature how does it differ to being in a car abroad well i've always been a lover for grip i just actually love grips when it's raining i'm still fine with it but i've just never been a huge fan but when i went up that I knew that I'd, I'd love the heat and get and be able to get your tyres warm really quickly. So that was definitely my first love of it. But um, I think you have to train, you just have to train harder and make sure your body's ready because in England, it's obviously, it's always raining or um, cold. So you have to work a lot harder because it's just generally more stickier. Like the track is just really grippy. So I think just body strength and even mental preparation is really, really good for when you go abroad. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think I think it's amazing like traveling across Europe doing obviously cotton and like getting all these like accolades at the age of 14 yeah honestly Macy congratulations (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations. yeah I'm in awe of you at the minute and I'm so so glad we actually got you on you've you're you're brilliant and I really do hope you get to go where you want to go you know that you're very ambitious and that comes across very well so please guys if you could help this young upcoming talent then please 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 do right I'm gonna this is me like this is the tangent bit where I'm like Hooray! anyway so I think we can gather from just getting this far could you tell our audience what has racing brought to your life and what it means to you to race I think I already know the answer, but I think you should tell us. Well, also, obviously, because of dad, I've grown up since a baby watching racing. So we always knew it was going to be a part of my life, whether I did it or not. But just growing around, growing up around motorsport, it just, it honestly feels like your family because it's all you do. It's all you prepare for. Your life is just motorsport. And whether you're training uh, even if you're karting for cars just everything you do is because you love it and you want to be better at what you do so honestly it's literally like I don't have siblings but it's like my brother or sister because I just love it so much you've really brought that across if I'm honest 
you're you're so passionate and especially at your age it, it's it's brilliant now obviously you're still at school 14 not quite done your GCSEs yet I'm gonna ask you this question because I'm sure eventually it's gonna be asked what are your ambitions um what are you what are you wanting to achieve in both racing and in life in general um I think definitely to become a racing driver or I've spoken about this to dad many times is if I don't make it then I definitely want to work around it I've Mm. never really had a massive love for mechanics just just because I've always just been a driver um but I think probably sort of media working with drivers so potentially like going places and helping them and or being like a runner for a team helping them with like taking things around and things like that I just want to be involved in motorsport really whether I don't really mind what it is I just want to be around around it really it sounds like a sort of team coordinator role does would would that be Ryan saying yeah I want I sort of want to work around a team Mm. help and do sort of media and yeah yeah I I I think that's a very good role to look in you know still actively involved in the motorsport side you know very good role have you I'm sure you've had the opportunity just to go and stand in a garage and just see what goes on it's very fascinating isn't it yeah definitely and also being involved with like um YIDA Arden I've Mm. been to the factory and I go on the sim and I see them working on the cars and when they're at the meetings I get to go into their sort of awning space and see what they're doing with the cars speak to people so to be honest and with dad as well I've been in a lot of awnings watching what they're doing so definitely been around a lot of things Mm. now I know I mentioned it earlier. I want you to literally plug your social media links like nothing. So where can we find you? Um, so it's pretty much all the same, really. I mean, on Instagram, I'm Mesa Hitter 33. My Facebook, I'm Mesa Hitter 33. If you go on my website, it's MesaHitterRacing.com. LinkedIn, Mesa Hitter. Uh, Twitter, Mesa Hitter. So basically all sort of Mesa Hitter and Mesa Hitter 33. <laughs> You're on all the social media platforms. What about TikTok? <laughs> Have you gone crazy on TikTok? Um, I watch it, but I don't really post on it, to be honest. No, it, it's one of these. You, you can, you know, you think, oh, yeah, I'm just going to pass the time. And the next minute, two hours have gone and you've been watching like <laughs> frog videos or, you know, something on there. Um, probably a good thing, but obviously a lot of drivers um, do use that platform. So maybe that's something you might consider in the future. Yeah. Right, getting near the end now. <laughs> Ellie, do you want to do the honours and do this bit, even though it is like my favourite bit? That's fine. I've got one more question. Though. Oh, go on, <laughs> go on. Here we go. So you spoke about the obviously being in a sim. So how does it differ? I've always wanted to know this because obviously they try and make it as real as possible, but obviously in carton, it might be a little bit different. So I just wanted to know what is the difference between trying it out on the sim doing tracks in comparison to actually be on the cart? How much can you really feel and how much can you take in with all the data in obviously a short space of time instead of actually doing it? Yeah, well, actually, luckily, I my sim arrived today. So I've just said, oh, <laughs> I've got a car one, not a cart one. But I think anyone you speak to now is like sim is sort of the way to go because every team, every like any any driver are using them because they're so realistic. 
that it actually helps you on track so much. You sort of you use it so much that it's second nature when you get on track, really. And when, I, when I've been with YRDA um, on their sim, because eventually it was a single seater, it, it feels real just being in it. Um, so I think sim racing even is sort of the way to go at the moment. Amazing. Okay, here we Have go. Have you had a go uh, on a sim, Ellie? No, I haven't. This is why I'm like asking the question because <laughs> I try and do, I know it sounds silly, but I'm there trying on the F1 game and you can't feel, it's not really, yeah, you, it's not really the same, is it? So I'm just, there's me just driving around Monaco, just leisurely doing my own pace, seeing Lando Norris next to me, waving to him, that like pretending. It's not really the same. So I just wanted to know what it was really like. <laughs> yeah, mum had a go on it today and to be honest, she was quite useless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you poor mum. And she's Bless still her. here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bless her. (laughs) Amazing. Right, here we go. This is obviously Deborah's favourite section, and I can understand why. Here we go. Right, I'm going to put you on the spot now here, Macy. So I'm going to take the first answer only because I think that's the only the right thing to do. Wouldn't you agree, Deborah? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So if you've been following our podcast, obviously. We're on season two now. You know that we ask our guests for a song choice and we're putting a driver playlist together on Spotify. Go on, Ellie, ask her. (laughs) Ask the question. What what (laughs) song would you like to go on our playlist? This is a very big question here. Very, very big. What song? Yeah. Yeah. What song? What is your track of the moment? Or is it your favourite record? Something that you... This is a good one. Something that you listen to before you get in the car. There you go. Okay, well, I'm really into, like, rave music. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I I listen to this song called I Was Loving You, but it's, like, remix. Yeah. And honestly, it's like a party tune. (laughs) Who's it by? I'm gonna song. write this down, and I'll be. I'm I gonna. I don't know who it's by, but if you just put in "I was loving you" remix, hold on, hold on. Here we go. I'm literally going on Spotify now. This is like <laughs> live recording, right? Hold on a second. Say, so, "I was loving you." Yeah, and then remix. Loving you. Oh, it's like a white background with like a broken heart in the middle. Yes, I've got it. Right, here we go. I'm literally putting it on the driver. I would just give it like a few seconds, then it gets into it. I'm going to take you <laughs> for it. This might land up on one of my own personal playlists, if I'm honest. <laughs> I am. When it comes to music, I absolutely adore music, purely because of what it means to people. Yeah. And obviously, it gets people hyped up. Um, there's just music. Me- music is meaningful. So... Oh, it's been so lovely talking to you, Macy. Um, yeah, I absolutely you. enjoyed this episode with you. I'll say it again. I'll keep saying it. I wish you all the best. It sounds like you you are heading in the right direction. I think it's just a matter of time, if I'm honest, before someone goes, yeah, yeah this, let's give this girl a hand. Um, because, to be honest, you fully deserve it. You're very hardworking. You're still at school. Thank you. And I wish you all the best. Ellie have you got anything else to add on top of that just yeah the same like honestly you're such a bright young 
girl and we wish you all the best and yeah I can't wait to see you in the W series and one day I'm gonna say it I'm gonna put it out there I've already said it anyway you've got Max Verstappen's number that is it's written <laughs> to be so yeah congratulations on such a remarkable career already at the age of 14 and hopefully it's even bigger 2022 so yeah thank you so thank you and if you ever want to come on again you know where we are yeah definitely thank you we'll be definitely supporting you so don't worry so enjoy the rest of your evening thank you for coming on again and we'll speak to you soon bye 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 oh ellie how awesome was macy (laughs) thank you (laughs) for a talented young lady she's going to go far in her career and obviously we're going to keep supporting her to the top If you have any questions for her, then please get in touch and let us know. And to be honest, she's more than likely going to come back on another episode. (sighs) I'll do this bit now. Amazing. Um, (laughs) Amazing, Macy. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's your new hashtag. (laughs) Yeah, we'll give that a new hashtag. As always, if you want to show some love for our podcast, then feel free to like and subscribe. Thanks for listening to the Be Velocity podcast. Stay tuned for next week's thrilling episode. If you know someone who would like to get involved in building our global community, or you'd like to get involved yourself, then you know where we are. And on that note, it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. Bye! Engineered, driven, created.